Hello, and welcome to the Psychedelic Psychiatrist Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the discussion around all aspects of psychedelic medicine. This is also a space that hosts conversations about impactful personal journeys and a way to decrease stigma around these molecules and share our experiences with one another. So get ready for some deep dives and fun times. I'm your host, Juan Pablo Galindo. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone's doing okay out there. I hope you're having a good day. So on today's podcast, I wanted to talk about what I have learned as a ketamine therapist, what I've learned working with this molecule for the past two years or so, and just kind of, yeah, share my experience uh, doing this type of work. And so yeah, let's jump straight into it. So the first thing that I've learned being a ketamine therapist is that ketamine is actually a pretty uh, amazing, awesome molecule. You know, to be honest, I had my doubts in the beginning when I first started this journey about four years ago, uh, becoming a psychedelic therapist. Um, you know, coming from a background of being trained in traditional psychedelics such as psilocybin and the empathogen MDMA. I was a little bit uncertain about the healing potential of ketamine, but my first glimpse of, of really the potential that this molecule had was in my first experience, my own personal experience with the medicine while being trained. That's where I kind of got a first glimpse of what can unfold from receiving ketamine in a safe therapeutic container. You know, in my, in my experience, the medicine was really able to, to soften those critical parts of myself uh, to experience a lot more compassion for myself uh, that those critical parts have a hard time allowing. And this sort of experience has also been reflected back to me in my patients' encounters with the medicine. This softening of rigid thought patterns. Um, you know, not that thought patterns go away overnight, but there seems to be some space created so that people are not so fused with a certain thought. Uh, they're not so fused with a story that they tell themselves. So for example, a client noticed that their critical voice that they hear all the time was actually a reflection of how their dad used to talk to them growing up. And just having that realization with the medicine kind of allowed for some distance from that critical voice. You know, it's still there, but they've, they've said that it kind of turned down the volume on that, that critical voice in their head, um, knowing like where it came from, um, kind of understanding it more, and, and in a way like having compassion for the younger part of themselves that uh, internalized that, that criticism um, from, from, their, from their father. So in a sense, ketamine acts like other psychedelics by softening that default way of, of how we think, kind of softening those, those rigid uh, edges that we may have in terms of how we relate to certain things or certain thought patterns we have. Um, and so that's one awesome thing that I've seen um, week to week in working with, with clients with this medicine. The second thing that I've learned from working with ketamine is really how practical it is for not only the patients, but also for, for me as the provider, the therapist. You know, the short half-life really allows for some, some deep work in those three hours. Um, you know, and for the most part, when the medicine wears off, clients feel pretty much back to normal, relaxed, um, a little bit tired, but pretty much uh, like back to uh, being able to, to go home and 
um, enjoy the rest of the day, relax. And, you know, in working with, with MDMA, you know, those days are really long. So practically speaking, MDMA, psilocybin, you know, LSD, those are long journeys, like six to 12 hours, depending on the molecule. So those longer half-lives can, in a sense, be a little bit less practical when working with the medicines. So that's one of the cool things about the, the ketamine is that you're still able to have a pretty transformative experience in that three-hour window you know, have the experience, um, come back down, feel grounded, and re- ready to, to leave the office. Um, whereas those other medications, it can definitely take take a lot longer. Um, and there definitely is benefit to those longer sessions with the other uh, medicines. Um, but uh, but I think that ketamine has a unique unique place in in having that short half life. That in, in a way may be a little more advantageous, practically speaking, um, than the other medicines. So the third thing I've learned from working with ketamine is that ketamine is quite forgiving. So I would say that you know 80% of my patients have never done a psychedelic before. So out of the hundreds of ketamine sessions uh, that, I've, that I've sat for, um, there's really only been one, like, quote, bad reaction um, and that was from actually the nausea, the, the side effect that can happen um, for some people with, with ketamine. So the bad experience like, wasn't from the ketamine experience itself, like the psychedelic experience. It was actually just from the interaction the person had with the molecule. That, that goes to show that when ketamine is administered in, in a safe setting with proper screening, proper preparation, and integration, the experience is very well tolerated from, by most people. And yeah, it's been cool to see how people will say that they're pleasantly surprised of how gentle the medicine was. Um, and especially for those people coming in with a lot of fear about losing control, about being in a non-ordinary state of consciousness, the ketamine has been very gentle with with, with those people, but I also think that that goes with, again, doing doing the work correctly, starting people with low doses, making sure they feel safe and comfortable, set and setting, all of that. Um, but that, that aside, I think ketamine, when, when respected, uh, has a gentle nature about it. The fourth thing I've learned about working with ketamine is like what a chameleon it can be. I'm always surprised in the variety of experiences my patients have. You know, there's, there's generally the, kind of that signature ketamine palette in the background of the experience. But other than that, it can vary, you know, it can be akin to an experience of MDMA with a lot of heart opening, um, a lot of love, compassion coming through. Uh, sometimes people describe an experience that's like related to DMT, like a lot of dissociation and separation from the body, uh, like dissolving uh, the body, dis- dissolving the ego. Um, usually those are on like, the, the higher doses. Um, some people have a lot of really vivid visuals and fractals akin to psilocybin. Um, and the same person can have widely different experiences from session to session. Um, but uh, yeah, one of my clients, he always says, well, that was different. Different, but good. So that's just been a little like thing that he said uh, after every session that we kind of laugh about now. Different, different, but good. So. Um, that just goes to show that even the same person with the same dose can have a wildly different experience with, with the medicine. So yeah, ketamine is, is quite the chameleon in that way. 
Now, okay, the fifth thing that I've learned in working with ketamine is how much um, work there needs to be in terms of managing uh, patients' expectations. Yeah, so this is this is a big one. So if you're listening to this, you've probably listened to other podcasts where someone has talked, you know, about a single transformative psychedelic experience that changed their life forever. Um, and then your mind goes like, man, I need that. I want that. Um, and perhaps, yes, a single experience can definitely help resolve some trauma and give a sense of perspective and a new sense of outlook to something. A single experience can bring some closure to unprocessed emotions, traumas, thoughts, memories. But one thing I like to remind people is, you know, even if you've had that, that life-changing experience, it really isn't going to do that much if you don't integrate the process and and then begin to do the hard work of actually changing your life. I guess when I started doing this work, I didn't realize how much important work there is in terms of managing expectations and and disappointment. But it, it makes sense, though, because a lot of people are suffering. They've been suffering for a long time. And for people to you know, sell them on this quick fix idea and then realize that it's not going to be so easy, that can lead to further evidence to that person that they're in some way like unfixable. Um, <clears throat> so it's really important to have those conversations early on in the treatment about realistic expectations and, and doing this type of work. Perhaps a lot of the uh, like miracle psychedelic stories they're hearing is really only like one little piece of that person's story and like what actually unfolds afterwards in terms of how they integrate that work and how they actually begin doing the tough work to actually change their lives like that sometimes that kind of left out of the story and so that's something really important to to note so that's something something important that i you know talk with clients is that in, in a way like perhaps the psychedelic sessions help give you a road map of how to improve your life versus expecting them to just improve your life um so the, the hard work begins almost after you've done your uh, psychedelic sessions, you know, not, not during. And so I think uh, that that can be a kind of a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people looking for that immediate um, fix in their life, which again is, is validated for how much people are suffering. But um, in the end, it's really important to have those realistic talks about uh, managing expectations. All right, now moving on to the sixth thing that I've learned and working with ketamine, and uh, oh yeah, this one, uh, I got to take a deep breath here. Because, uh, yeah, this one, this one gets to me, gets my emotions going. Um, but yeah, I've, I've learned that it's pretty much the Wild West out there when it comes to some ketamine providers. Um, and just some of the wild stories that, uh, you know, passed on by colleagues or that other clients have told me about their experience with with other clinics, providers, um, the amount of ketamine that's being handed out with improper medical screening, supervision, any proper integration uh, following the ketamine experience is, is astounding. Um, it's just crazy. You know, there, there's some companies that will just send massive amounts of ketamine to people's homes. Um, I've heard of... Uh, Providers telling their clients to you know, break up their ketamine and snort it. Um, 
clients being given nasal spray ketamines and being told to just take a little ketamine spray whenever you're feeling anxious. I've heard of providers recommending taking ketamine multiple times a day. Um, you know, clinics offering a free ketamine session. If you do five, you get your like six ketamine session free as if this was like an ice cream card. Uh, like an ice cream card where you get it stamped and you get that free cone at the end. So I understand that a lot of providers are trying to make the medicine more accessible, um, but uh, creating a kind of subscription service where you pay $200 a month for endless supply of ketamine with little integration or accountability, that's <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, Netflix of ketamine, like a subscription to ketamine. So yeah, that's, I feel like um, it is like a wild west out there in terms of this molecule and how um, providers are um, perhaps not like respecting the molecule and respecting the, the process. And again, I think that kind of goes down to the, the model of what, what they're using the, the medicine in, the psychedelic model versus um, the medical model versus the let's make a lot of money model. Um, so yeah, that's something that that uh, I wasn't kind of ready for when I started doing this work and then seeing how varied the ketamine prescribing experience can be and how uh, unsafe and unethical it, can, it has become as well. But again, I, I applaud the providers that are trying to um, open up accessibility to to this medicine, um, but then at some point there, uh, there's kind of like ethical like boundaries that are being blurred there, and so there needs to be like a balance between between the two. Um, and I think we're just starting to kind of figure figure that out um, of where that that balance is in terms of accessibility, but also um, not compromising the safety and the the ethics of working with with these molecules. And the seventh thing and the last thing that I'll share with you all about what I've learned being a ketamine therapist slash provider is that you are all amazing. But uh, yeah, seriously, for real though, the amount of pain that people have been through, the amount of suffering inflicted by those who are supposed to be a main source of love, the amount of needless suffering, you know, it's a, it's a lot. And I've heard... You know the worst of the worst of what uh, humans can can do to each other, um, and yet, and yet, uh, day in day out, I find myself in the presence of, of courage, strength, resilience, compassion, forgiveness, and it's all coming through despite the pain, and uh, whew, it's beautiful, um, and yeah, I'm so grateful to be in the presence of you all and. And sometimes I'll, I'll say to people that uh, I, I may be like the doctor, the therapist here in this moment, but, but you are truly the, the teacher. And I've learned so much from, from the patients and clients that I've worked with. And so I wanted to send a big thank you, so much gratitude uh, towards you. And so that's something that I've learned as the, the ketamine therapist is that, that I have so much to learn from my clients and I'm so grateful grateful for that awesome I hope you learned a little bit from from that I just wanted to share um, kind of my, my thoughts on what I've learned in doing this type of work and we'll take care and enjoy the rest of your day mm -hmm.